on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Um, one big piece of news this week that we're just going to lump in with the weekly recap because it just kind of goes with it, but quite obviously talking about Vincent Kennedy McMahon and um, I mean, the fact that we hopefully never have to see him again on our televisions. That'd be pretty cool. And then uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a long show because we have beer ratings from death before dishonor from ring of honor last weekend and SummerSlam predictions. So packed show this week, we're going to try and condense it a little bit. I don't know how that's going to go. So it'll probably be long, but I'm excited. A lot of good stuff to talk about. I'll show you long. My, my penis. Wieners. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 67 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. How's everyone doing? Good. Feeling light on my feet, you know. Is that because I don't know. Why is that? Because drinks. So you're drunk. Sting like a butterfly, fly like a bee. You know what I'm saying? That's not right. Damn. That's that's close, but no. Chad? Yeah. I'm incredibly sober this week. The Boo. opposite of last week. Boo. Yeah, because you had to go see a movie, right? Yeah, I had to drive home. Pussy. <laughs> for seeing Calm a down, movie. Jungle boy. For Jesus. seeing a movie, not not for uh <laughs> driving sober, because I actually support that. I'm like Jeffrey Hardy. Oh Ooh. or Dewey. Or Jimmy Uso. <laughs> Wait, Dewey did that? Is that why he's Dewey? No, he loves Mountain Dew. <laughs> He loves you guys are Dew. liars. I'm You're driving liars. drunk. <laughs> okay. Um, I can assure you that he is a an avid fan of Mountain Dew and, and driving I, drunk. <laughs> I don't think a, he's, I, I, I don't I don't know if he's such a fan of that anymore. No. Once you get that blowy thing in your car, not really a big fan, I think. <laughs> it looked miserable. <laughs> I know. I had to drive it a couple times. It was terrible. <laughs> I don't even have a criminal record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that being said, let's roll straight into death by dishonor. Death before, before dishonor. dishonor. Oh my serious, god, I dude? fucked it up already. Are I've already serious? fucked this up, dude. You're so wasted. I hope you know. I told my wife this pay per view was coming on, and I was like, "Death before dishonors tonight," and she's like, "That's a hardcore band." And I was like, "I bet it's not as long. I bet they named it after this Ring of Honor show." No, 
they've been a band way longer than this been a ring of honor show so i was just wrong that makes a lot of sense one that you're wrong and two the other thing you said uh, yeah i was gonna Star say was... something about being the champ but i'm not anymore Ooh. So. let's start with signs we'll talk about that later um leslie <laughs> No, he said he's not. Vacated. She is the champion. So the I mean, champion is now, vacant now. Wait, so now Leslie's proud to be the champion. Yeah, she's the champion. About three hours ago, she was not proud to be the champion. How can you not be proud? There's a belt and everything. Well, let me speak to you guys in confidence. I've been making Leslie's predictions for like the last four pay-per-views. What the fuck? It was like the last three pay-per-views. This is bullshit. Ring of Honor is the most important one. If you couldn't tell, my wife actually makes those predictions because she finishes in last every time. <laughs> I can, <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> Leslie said, shut the fuck up. She's been doing this for years. Yeah, well, Sam has been cheating. doing it for years and not been on the podcast, no, no. and she always finishes last. Joe just <laughs> called you a cheater. Leslie, have you been cheating on me? silence he's just <laughs> mumbling she's mumbling i can't even tell what she's saying um let's let's get off of that uh signs i have my favorite sign of the night which said ryback sucks mm, that's a good classic sign. sign that's a good sign fully it was actually two signs it was actually it was, two signs it was two posters yes um i think i have two other two other ones that i liked a lot uh, i'll go with uh dax's stash gives me hard wood that was a good sign nice dude especially because i thought that was his actual name chad um because joe oh, said i thought you were many signs i thought you were doing two uh, i mean if you want me to i'll do my other favorite one uh no let me see if i can take one off your plate here i like the one that said hey tk let's drink white claws yeah yeah that one was up there but uh I really actually like my next favorite one was the one that just said one day AV after Vince. <laughs> we'll talk I, about uh, that when we get to SmackDown. But T- Tony Khan seems like the kind of guy that doesn't drink White Claw because it's too mainstream. <laughs> what do you think he drinks? I don't know, like crook and whatever the fuck that shit's called. Isn't that, like, isn't that like disgusting? It's so bad. Isn't that the one I had? Hands, I had that at your house one time, right? And it was just yeah, because Andy thing. left it at my house. It's the Fuck worst Andy. thing in the world. Fuck Andy. Whoa, he might still listen to this. He might be yeah, like our dude. one listener, dude. Fuck one plant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, first of all, it's F2P. <laughs> oh, yeah. He might be two plant. I don't know. Whichever one that we say fuck to. It's You're drunk, two. Joe. It's two. Don't cut this. It's two. And also, yeah, I'll cut this. What about the sign that said, can I join the BCC? I did not see that one. Uh, it was on the it was on the camera side, and I only got it when someone was coming out to the ring. Oh, I did see a sign that said bing bong, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was bing, very obvious. <laughs> bing bong's the only sign I got. <laughs> Wait, except for the one that said Dylan's a bitch. Did you get to Chad? Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally got that. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. Dylan little... is Dylan is a bitch. So that's what we're going to call so this we... episode title, huh? Yeah, it was your mom last week, but now it's you. Good thing I'm editing this week. You can't edit all of it out, bitches. 
you, you was a bitch, you was a bitch, you was a bitch. <laughs> uh, the only other sign I had was it, it, it wasn't really a sign, but it kind of was. It was just poster board cut out and it was just a pencil. Hmm. <laughs> like, I don't understand why somebody would bring that sign to a wrestling show, but it was just a pencil. Huh. Interesting. Cut Interesting out, choice. Cut out into the shape of a pencil and then colored in like a hmm. pencil. Maybe with pencils. Colored pencils. Ooh, pencils whoa. of color. POC. Whoa. Whoa. I was going to make an inappropriate joke, but I chose not to. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. All um, right. So the first match was Colt Cabana versus um, a guy I'd never heard of before named Anthony Henry, but I think he was in some tag team on AEW. He's AW in the one a he total, is right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. The jobber group. Oh, not Bear Country, the other one. Like the worst jobber group. Oh, worst the ones Brandon that never Culver. win. Yeah, like they actually never win. Like Serpentico. No, worse than that. I think Serpentico at least has a win. He has one. <laughs> He's literally like, like one in 60. <laughs> I, I think the workhorsemen have never won. They are Whoa. that bad. Um, this was a this was this was not good. <laughs> the crowd really loved Cole Cabana though in Ring of Honor. Yeah. But uh, not good. <laughs> yeah, it got a beer. Uh I I really like the I don't know, like the the zero hour, which is what they call their pre-show. Uh I don't really have a whole lot of notes for it. I thought there was one match that was worth watching. And it was not this one. Was it the next one, Chad? Absolutely not. Oh. Speaking of the next one, the next match was the Trust Busters, which is Arya Davari and Slim J. It's Ari Davari now. Shut the fuck up. Uh, versus <laughs> the Shinobi Squad, which is a guy named Cheeseburger. Shinobi Shadow Squad. Jesus, Whatever. get it right. Uh, Eli is home. Isom. Eli Isom and Cheeseburger. God damn, Joe. Did you so get any of that right? <laughs> no. Oh, I got Arya Davari right. You got Trust no, Busters. It's Ari Davari. You got Trust and I got, Busters I got and Slim Slim JD. Slim J. <laughs> I got Slim JD right. Um, I would just like to point out, I think this is the first cheeseburger match I've ever watched. What? Uh cheeseburger is just a cool wrestling name. Cheeseburger is a fun wrestler. He's just fun. He's like a really Kofi Kingston was incredibly mediocre, but like it, equally <laughs> fun. <laughs> he does have like Kofi's body type. Yeah, like, that's it's like, like exactly almost, Kofi's almost body type. Caved in like the caved in chest a little bit. Yeah. It's He's like, equally athletic, but like mediocre wrestler and like not as fun, but still fun. Has he I ever got done any cheeseburger accents? Named? No. I got tattooed by a guy named Cheeseburger one time, and he was not Kofi's body type. He was very Rikishi's big. body type. Was he shaped like a cheeseburger? <laughs> the like world's the biggest cheeseburger. <laughs> that's, I think that's the Hamburglar. <laughs> no, it was it was Hamburglar's fatter friend. Grimace is the fat one. Oh, he oh, was that's shaped right. like Grimace's fat friend, the Cheeseburglar. Oh my land! But, but he was a really nice guy and a really good tattooer. So, which uh, which tattoo did he give you? The Millennium Falcon. Hmm. Nerd. This uh this match was over really quick. Um, I did not like Slim J at all. He seemed like he was ten years too late. Slim JD. Slim JD seemed I like, like he was uh, very popular when um, Jersey Shore was a thing. 
But the Trustbusters won this match, and that's all I have to say about that. How many beers? Beer and a quarter. Beer and a quarter. Yep. Moving right along. Um, was the next match the good one? Yeah, this is the one I kind of liked, actually. Yeah, I think so. All right, so it was the embassy, which was like so weird because like on the prediction sheet, like all these, a lot oh, of these teams had different names. This is news I read this week. So apparently it was, it was totally Blanchard Enterprises. Yeah. Right. That's what we thought it was. But the day before Ring of Honor, Tully Blanchard walked out on the company. Oh, Tully Blanchard yeah. is not with AEW anymore. Some creative difference. And he decided to walk out. So like the day of the pay-per-view, they had to find something new to name the faction that used to be known as Tully Blanchard Enterprises. So they hired the old Prince Naru from Ring of Honor to come in and become oh, yeah, that the embassy. Huh. Yeah. So Tully Blanchard is gone. Well, that's not cool. Yeah. That's apparently kind of weird. Apparently he was gone? very upset about something and he's gone. Hmm. Well, they took on uh, Blake Christian, Alex Zane, and Tony Deppin. And I don't think I've ever seen any of these people other than Brian Cage wrestle. Wait, hold on. Hold on. That's not true because Blake Christian was on NXT. Remember, he used to be Core J's boyfriend. Nope. Back at when 2.0 first started. Blake oh, Christian, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, ginger Jade's, guy, gin, right? He was ginger boyfriend. What was his name? I think he was something very close to Blake Christian. Christian Blake? Something probably. Um, <laughs> and then Alex Zane was also on NXT right before 2.0 happened. And he had a couple really good matches, one of which I remember against Roderick Strong. I don't remember any of that. Who's the who, who's the guy we're talking? Trey Baxter. Alec, oh, it was Trey Baxter. Yep. I do That's remember what, Trey Baxter. That was uh, Christian Blake. And then Alex Zane was on NXT before it went 2.0. Well, huh. I thought they were fun to watch. Honestly, uh, Alex Zane is becoming pretty big in the junior heavyweight division over in New Japan and oh. definitely on New Japan Strong. Tony Deppin's old Ring of Honor guy, and Blake Christian's kind of an indie guy, kind of bounce around all over the place, but he's getting big in GCW, if that means anything. Nope. Okay, I agree. <laughs> um, I honestly don't have a lot of ma- uh, notes for this, just other than the, the whole totally Blanchard Enterprises and the name thing, which Chad already elo- so eloquently explained, uh-huh. and that this was a fun match. Yeah, a lot of high-flying stuff from the trio of Deppin, Christian, and Zane. I thought Deppin was uh, surprisingly fun to watch. He used to be in a uh, faction with uh, Brody King called Violence Unlimited. And they were just like a bunch of like hardcore guys. And they would come out there and like play like hardcore music and just beat the shit out of people. That doesn't sound like something I would enjoy. I, I loved them. They were a Ring of Honor faction. I was definitely behind, but mainly because Brody King was there. And Brody King's the fucking man. What did you do while you were behind them? <laughs> Chad just winked. I just want to point that out. Hey, so if you're ever thinking maybe I should drink seltzers by Smirnoff, don't. Why the fuck would I do that? It was in the fridge. I didn't pay for it. It's in your fridge. You're married. It's in my sister's fridge. I live in my mm. sister's house, so my house is finished. The we'll one that doesn't this. know who mankind is? No, that's my older sister. This is my younger sister. What is, her, about this, Dylan. what is her thing with wrestling? She used to watch it with me, so she probably knows some of the older people. I was just like, okay. Sorry. But yeah, this uh, high-flying trio did not beat the Embassy. The Embassy wins here. And uh, 2.5 beers. 
Indeed. Indeed. Indubitably. Yes. And then the last match on the pre-show, which I just I can't believe they did four matches on the pre-show, but whatever. Willow there was Knight- no time to breathe in that pre-show. There really it was wasn't. literally match, 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 match. And yeah. Uh, Willow Nightingale versus Allison K. Willow Nightingale, big fan favorite here. Um, I have I a quote. Said, uh, I have no notes, but go ahead. I have an uh, Ian Riccoboni quote, who I want to point out, I do really like the Ring of Honor commentary team. Joe Caprice told Coleman. me he did not like them. I did not like them. I love <laughs> when Caprice Coleman goes, hey, Ian Riccoboni, because he never says his Ian or Riccoboni. He always calls him Ian Riccoboni. And my favorite thing Caprice Coleman does is where he goes, oh, no, in the middle of matches. <laughs> I love that shit. Let me scroll this entire thing. I don't think I got a single quote the entire night. No, there were oh, no quotes. The I commentary. have a quote for this I match. A, I have a Leslie oh. and a Caprice Coleman quote in one match. I have a <laughs> quote in this match where Ian Riccoboni said, um, it's hard not to be a fan of Willow. I'm a big fan, but I have to be because she's my wife's favorite wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just not impressed by uh, Io Yukinboni and Capri Sun. <laughs> Ian Riccoboni. Capri Sun is a perfect name. <laughs> Caprice Coleman does all the Rampage commentary with any Ring of Honor matches. He's on there all the time. Yeah, but Joe calling him Capri Sun, just that's perfect. I have to say that. Um, Willow Nightingale won. You have to say that. Yeah, I have to, have to, have to, 100%. Willow Nightingale wins. This got a beer and a quarter. Let's move on to the main card. Mm-hmm. Let's. We open the show with the Ring of Honor World Championship match. Jonathan Gresham versus Claudio Castanoli. Joe, unfortunately, did not listen to uh, Chad and I talking behind the scenes last week about the rumors that Claudio was going to win and pick Jonathan Gresham to win this match. Joe, your thoughts? What an idiot. Uh, I thought it was a really good pick. I no longer think it's a good pick. Thank you, Joe. That's all I have to say about that. Thank you Thank you for those words. Um, yeah, this was just like uh, the, the first step in a big night for the BBC. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what, Leslie? I can't what do What did this. Leslie say? I can't do this right now. What Leslie, did Leslie, Leslie say? said BBC, the bad bitches crew. No, big bitches crew. Big belly women. Joe said that's not even a C. <laughs> Joe said the big bitches crew and Chad said big belly women. So we're all just skirting around what BBC actually It's means, big black guys. cocks. We all know what it is. Oh, I thought it was the Blackpool Combat Club. No, that would be BCC. No, there's the Black fucking up every Combat time. Club. Yeah. <laughs> this Anyways. match, uh, I missed most of it thanks to my inability to get my computer hooked up to my television in time. Um, it's kind of funny. I was texting Joe and I was like, "How many viewers do you think this has?" And he was like, "I, I, I don't know. I'm not counting." And he was like, "I don't know, like six drinks." Um, so by the time it was over, I had like a half a beer to like a point seven five beers, so I missed the whole thing. We were way off. I mean, not way off. <laughs> uh, half of what you got. But I also uh, literally saw like the first like four seconds and then like the last four minutes. That's it. Yeah, it got a beer and a half. But some some things I, I noticed about this and something I noticed, especially after what we talked about last week with 
uh, like behind the scenes, Chad. So like Jonathan Gresham on his way to the ring, like I feel like I could tell that he was about to lose the match. Yeah. He just had really? like this demeanor about him. Like he looked not ready for this. Like he didn't want it. He didn't come out in the octopus. Like as the octopus, he came out he as didn't? The, the foundation. Well, yeah. that was the tech. That was the found. That was the the stable he was in in Ring of Honor was the foundation. Okay. Well, either way, he didn't come out as the octopus. That's fucking weird. So huh. I, I I could just like see it on his face during his entrance. Is like, yeah, Claudio's winning this like for sure. Well, to go along with that news, um, and your take on that, uh, there were some. Some news that came out this week that Jonathan Gresham is very unhappy with the company, has also walked out of AEW and Ring of Honor over creative differences surrounding this match, the direction of Ring of Honor in general, um, Tony Khan's leadership in Ring of Honor, the inability for talent to talk to Tony Khan about any of this stuff. There was an article I read specifically that listed like how talent has to go about talking to Tony Khan. Apparently they have to like there's certain backstage people they have to talk to long before they can ever contact Tony Khan about their opinions or creative direction or anything. And Jonathan Gresham was just upset with this whole thing. And I think I would be shocked if we see Jonathan Gresham in Ring of Honor or AW at all. Ever? Again? Yeah, probably not. I could see it. Like, I could understand it. Like, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor and it was like the redemption of Ring of Honor, right? And then Ring of Honor's obviously been a backseat, uh, been in the backseat for Tony Khan. And Jonathan Gresham is a big Ring of Honor supporter, allegedly. I say that for legal purposes. Excellent. Yep. Um, so I could see why he would be upset as he wants to see the success of this company. He's the champ for six months or so. And Tony, it's it's a backseat deal for for Tony Khan, you know, so I could see why he'd be upset with that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's just one of those like purebred. I love Ring of Honor things, and this yeah. new creative direction is just not what he foresaw Ring of Honor ever being. Especially well, if there they is do no make direction. it just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stories about people saying that like some of these storylines were not uh, like the matches weren't even being booked until the last minute, and then like the the way they were playing in the match wasn't told to the wrestlers till like the day of the show. And like, there's just a complete lack of direction and creative background behind anything they're doing with these pay-per-views. It yeah. kind of seemed like money grabs really, honestly. I feel like when you do stuff like that, like there's no way for the wrestlers to like plan out what they want to do and you get a yeah. lower quality match. So, well, I mean, I, this card really did come down to, I think only like two really good quality matches. Yeah. This exactly. one in the main event. No, not this one. The main the event, ma- the main event, and the brother versus brother match. Brother were, versus brother, were leaps and bounds above everything else. Yeah. But those also make sense because those people have history with each other, and therefore could probably produce something great in very little time. There were matches that really fell short for me on this card. It's probably because of what we're talking about. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Claudio wins the Shocker. ring of honor world championship and uh this got a beer and a half which i think i said already yes uh then we move on to 
Dalton Castle and the Boys versus the Righteous. Is this the first time y'all have seen the boys? No. Yeah. I love the boys. No, Joe, you've seen the boys before. I might have seen the boys. We watched we watched Supercard of Honor like a few years ago when Dalton was it whatever show Dalton Castle won like the ladder match to win the world title. He didn't win a ladder match. I told you that. Whatever. He lost the the title in a ladder match, but he didn't win a title. That's that's the match. He lost it in a triple threat with Matt Taven and Jay Lethal. That's the match. G one Supercard. That's the match where I was introduced to the boys. I think, and they're hilarious. Yeah, it's a good gimmick. It's definitely a better gimmick than the Rob Zombie trio that is the Righteous. Oh yeah, this was weird. This is a weird match. I always call Vincent Rob Zombie wannabe. He's an Impact now because he looks um, and acts like Rob Zombie all the time. The uh, the boys have names now, Chad. They've always had names. They just didn't really talk too much about them. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a twins or their brothers or something. Brandon and Brent. They're boys. The boys. Yep. And then I would I would like to point out my favorite part of the match was when Dalton Castle was just throwing them over the top rope and they called it boy tossing. And he would just <laughs> throw them through the ropes at them. And the, the announcers were just like, it's just like there's I know there's only two of them, but like it just seems like there's so many more of them because they just keep appearing and he throws them over the top rope. That was that was just my favorite part of the match. It was fucking hilarious. It went on for like two minutes, it felt like. Yeah. I like the part where the boys made a chair out of the two of themselves with armrests and everything. And they tried to get Dalton Castle to just take a rest and sit down in the chair that they made out of their bodies. Yeah, that's that, just funny. That's just funny. Joe, what do you think of the boys? Um, I think they are pretty good. They're fun to watch, but I mean, I don't care much more after that. <laughs> I would bet money they're signed to this new Ring of Honor roster that uh, Tony Khan has already said he is uh, building of talent separate from the AEW roster. So like them, like oh, them, we know the Briscoes are. The only confirmed people are the Briscoes, but I would guarantee you these guys also get signed yeah that's probably why they took the belts because they were and also dalton castle's already shown up on uh belt battle of the belts so like he probably has a deal already right yeah i'm interested to see who else would just be is like on this like ring of honor only contract yeah it's gonna be interesting to see of of like who in AEW right now is exclusive to ring of honor because i think that'd be like a big downgrade like that'd be going to darker or elevation yeah, cause because I don't, there's I, no TV show. Well, yeah, there's that. There probably will be, but like, yeah, I don't the, have the bandwidth for that. The rumor mill is that he's he's already got a deal in place. He just hasn't announced it yet. And it's probably gonna be like a 2023 thing. But like, I don't have the bandwidth to watch that right now. <laughs> well, you could cut Rampage out of your diet and like, and just do there, Ring of Honor. There's instead. the chance I do that, <laughs> but like, if I do that and the Ring of Honor show is a two-hour show, then I'm still adding wrestling to my week and i can't yeah. i just can't do that i'll probably replace uh nwa or impact with ring of honor if they do bring it back because those if, two are probably nwa because i like impact a lot actually if if it's like a one hour show and it's a one-for-one swap with rampage 
then would maybe... NWA be a big loss for you? There are things I like on NWA, but no, it would not be a huge loss for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Don Castle and the boys, like Chad said earlier, they win the match. Uh, this was a, a very entertaining match. It got 1.75 beers. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, so- next, we moved into the pure rules match of the night. Uh, I do have a, a wife, my wife coach. She she goes, why are there bars under their names and a time limit on the screen? Uh, to which I then had to look up the pure rules match rules and explain a pure rules match to my wife. Yeah, I think this was my first pure rules match. Did you not watch Supercard of Honor like we did? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I remember Dylan asked a lot of questions about pure rules during Supercard of Honor this earlier this year. But yeah, so basically it's where they try and really break it down to real wrestling. So you get three rope breaks. There's a time limit associated. If it hits the time limit, it goes to judges. So you can never have a pure rules match draw. Um, and you're not allowed to use any closed fists during yeah. the match. But that's that's the basic rules there. They're pretty low on the beers usually because it's a lot of uh, transitioning Actual of holds. Wrestling. Yeah. Um, but this was uh, this was pretty entertaining. Both Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia were in this match, and both of them are very young and exciting wrestlers. So this yeah, was... Daniel Garcia was was a dick throughout the entire match and after the match. He was disrespecting Ring of Honor the whole time. Yeah, he uh, he was very clear that he was not a Ring of Honor wrestler and that the only reason he wanted to win this match was so that he could then bring it back to AEW and and show that this title was trash and Ring of Honor is trash. Which he uh, he did not Dylan. start off with the Ring of Honor handshake, nor did he end with the Ring of Honor handshake. Instead, he gave a giant uh, middle finger to the other wrestler and the Ring of Honor logo on the stage. I like the Ring of Honor handshake, actually. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the code of honor that they do in Ring of Honor. I think it's very yeah, unique. I, I didn't realize it was really a thing, but I I kind of like it. It's like a it's a different take on the heel heel face gimmick, you know? Yeah, the way people do handshakes, you you never realize there's a thousand ways two wrestlers can do a handshake to start a match. So you start watching a lot of Ring of Honor. Yeah, I was I, I liked it. I uh, um, I thought this match was pretty good. Um I wouldn't say it was like amazing but i thought it was pretty good for what it was i mean yeah yeah i mean daniel garcia this was not daniel garcia's best match of the week yeah it very true i will say what he did on dynamite was better but i was shocked at how uh entertaining they made this pure rules match after the first five minutes or so it it did have to pick up because it started real slow but wheeler you gets the win here yeah and um I do have some quotes for this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just came back. I had to pee. Um, so I have a Leslie quote. I don't know if you guys talked about how they started the match with just by hold, like holding the handshake for like, I don't know, 30 seconds. And they were just like shoulder tackling each other. <laughs> yeah, that's what Chad and I were just talking about is the different ways you can make a handshake. Okay, so you did talk about that a little bit. Leslie, Leslie was like, do they have to hold like do they have to hold hands this entire match like not understanding <laughs> the rules of the the pure rules um and then i have a capri sun quote <laughs> chad i don't think you're ready for this one i love caprice coleman he basically makes fun of tony khan slash ring of honor hell yeah but he doesn't know he's doing it so he's really hyped he's like people are getting to see ring of honor 
wrestling they've never seen before. <laughs> as we are quite literally watching a card full of AEW wrestlers <laughs> in a match that is two AEW wrestlers. Quite literally wrestling we've seen before. Hell yeah. yeah. But you know, we've even seen them go up against each other before. That's yeah, that's pretty much what I just said. Well, yeah, but you said two AEW wrestlers. I'm talking Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho Appreciation Society. I don't think those two factions have faced each other, have they? Or at least not that much, not, not, not that many times. Like, yeah, I don't, maybe not, maybe not, not like a blood and guts match or anything. <laughs> um, did you guys get the beer rating for this? Yeah, it's like three. One point two what? <laughs> One and a quarter. <laughs> As mentioned, I did not take beer ratings because I didn't know we were. <laughs> Sick. All right. Um, let's move on. Brother versus brother. Roosh versus Dragon Lee. Uh, the definite, first great match of the night. Definitely mm-hmm. second best match of the night. 100%. I thought this was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh, I want to point out we have a we had a difference in opinion on the beer ratings, and I had to default to people who have played long, longer than I have. That's Joe but, and I, by the way. Uh, I thought any chest chop of any kind counted as a chest chop. But apparently it is a backhand chest chop that we count for drinks. And yeah, the, uh, the Rouge. Woos. The woos. Yeah, woos. woos. Uh, a Ric Flair style backhanded chest chop. Woo! Yeah, that ends kind. in a woo. Um, it doesn't have to end in a woo. Yeah, because he's kind of canceled. Brad might say woo, then it's then it's He's definitely dangerous. not canceled. WWE yeah. threw the fucking woo back into the intro. Yeah, they, it's 100% not canceled. But my point being, the overhanded chest chops that Roosh likes to throw uh, approximately uh, 30 times in this fucking match. Approximately a count. beer and a quarter of them. Yeah, so like approximately 20-ish times yeah. he threw this yeah. chest chop. Um, this chest chop that he does where he goes downhanded uh, from like straight He's, onto the chest, like big that's, shows. That's called, a, chop. that's called a chest slap. Not yeah, a chop. A slap. Completely different. Yeah, chops. It are sounds different. the same. Can sometimes the, sound worse, but the official rules say every chest chop slash woo. No, yeah. I'm I'm understanding. I I have already admitted that I misunderstood what a chest chop versus a chest slap were, but it did have a significant difference in our initial beer rating. So I have uh, mm-hmm. come down to Dylan's beer rating now, understanding the rules that you I did, have misunderstood you did for make a long me time. Question whether or not they counted because I honest I remember Joe and I had a conversation about this years ago. Whether or not the open hand slap. Yeah, it's it's all counts. about the woo because the crowd woos along with a chest chop, but they don't go along with a chest slap. They do. They also do that sometimes. Right, Dylan? You've got oh, God damn it. kidding me. This is a funny face for him, though. I will never understand how I am eight feet away from my router and like just how this just doesn't. Maybe you should work. pay for better internet. I do. <laughs> I pay for the top of the line. And I get this garbage. No, I just don't pay for the worst, like the lowest one. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, so uh, I do want to also point out that in this match, the uh, Dragon Lee might have been wearing the world's smallest wrestling trunks. Um, they were like a women's size small. They were did, tiny. And did I was you like, did you like that? No, I was not a fan. Why not? They, they could have moved up a size or two and, you know, not been so toy compared to a, to- a toyga. It, it definitely toy like a toy guy. Okay. So did like you not exactly also like, notice how small they were? I honestly didn't. 
they were they're they're pretty small they were fucking tiny yeah I, I quite literally did not notice that um let's see i mean there were some pretty big bumps here oh um, yeah specifically let's see i have top rope through a t- uh top nope tope outside through a table yeah he like dragon crazy. lee does a tope through the ropes tope suicida through the ropes uh while roosh is on a table but he doesn't get enough air so he kind of lands like face and neck first into roosh in the table and that's what breaks the table yeah and it looked like it destroyed dragon lee um there was a belly to belly from apron to floor that looked like it hurt once lot. again roosh throwing dragon lee to the floor yep um and then another note I took, Roosh has crazy back knee. Yeah, okay, true. Is this like so, y'all are y'all are just now getting into to Roosh recently? Yeah. How, how you feel about Roosh? Steroids question Roosh mark? Roosh is good. Steroids question mark? I would hope There's... not. Mm. But I mean he's jacked, so mm. but do you like him? Are you a fan? Yeah, we're fans of Roosh. We'll see. Do you want me to say this question until Wednesday? Yes. Dynamite? Yes. Wait, I'm why? Just saying you got two great dynamite. You got two great Rouge matches in one week. Oh, yeah. He's an incredible wrestler. I, I enjoy watching him, but you know, if he's an avid if he's an if he's an avid steroid user, I fucking love him. <laughs> <laughs> he's making this sport better. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Scott Steiner, calm down. Whoa. Is it Braun Steiner? More of a Braun Scott breaker. Steiner. More of a Braun breaker guy. You can't see his back knee. Un- until he pulls his briefs down. Or not briefs. That oh, was the wrong whoa. word. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of match are you watching? <laughs> you it, was whatever, it was whatever he was doing before we recorded. Oh, that's why you were late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't late. <laughs> he was right on time. Mm-hmm. If you, if <laughs> anyway. You, if you catch the... Yeah. Oh, was he early? Anyway. I got it. Anyway, speaking of being early, there was another match. Wait, what? <laughs> that got three. That got three and a half beers. Now move on. Uh, I don't know what the next match was. Uh, the next, next match was Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb in the battle of the only woman on the card, the main card. Okay, there you go. This was. I mean, this was for the championship. By the way. Yeah, the Ring of Honor World Women's Women's Championship. Um, This was good wrestling, just not a lot of drinking. Yeah, like high-quality technical wrestling, but not things that got beers. I definitely enjoyed this match. Or or cheers, really. Yeah, the crowd was dead. Yeah, dead as fuck. Like There was a couple of Serena Deeb chants, but like other than that, the crowd just was not really into this match. Yeah. And... uh, Honestly, the the winner of the match really surprised me. I did not think Mercedes Martinez was going to win this match because she hasn't cause... done anything with the title. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's because they're keeping her in Ring of Honor and they're they're putting Serena Deeb as a a rampage and a Ring of I mean a AEW wrestler. Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But like, then who's on Ring of Honor? It's just Mercedes Martinez and Willow Nightingale. I mean, they will build that division. I mean, Sky Blue can join or something. Mm. And she was on Dynamite this week. Yeah, you never know. Maybe Anna J can drop down. No, I don't know. Anna J's, I think, full time. She needs to be on. Yeah, she needs to be on my weekly television. Yeah, but that was terrible. Yeah, she's awful now. Oh no, no, what to look at. 
Mercedes Martinez wins this match. It got a beer and a quarter. Yep. Then we move into Samoa Joe defending the Ring of Honor World Television Championship versus Jay Lethal. Um, immediately, Satnam Singh tries to come out and get involved. And before the match, ring even they even ring the bell. Um, they put Joe through a table and done all sorts of shit. Um, so the referee kicks Satnam Singh out. And right then, I knew I'd fucked up. Hmm. Yeah, like, I love the stare down on the ramp. Like, even before Jay Lethal could get into the ring, uh, Samoa Joe's entrance music hits, and they just stare each other down on the ramp, and then it's fucking on. And the whole, like, pre-match brawl was a lot of fun. Yeah, I just wish that Samoa Joe still had the stamina he did when I really loved him. I mean, it was very obvious in this match that his stamina is better than, I don't know, when he won the NXT championship for the third time, but not nearly as good as when he first showed up in WWE or his old TNA days or any of stuff like that. His, his feud with Roman Reigns for, oh no, his feud with Brock Lesnar, I guess. Oh, uh, the, the Great Universal Balls of Fire Champion. one? Yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it was during Great Balls of Fire, but that carried on for a while. Like, that was a good feud. And that's when his stamina, his stamina was still good. Remember the he, feud with AJ Styles? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hated the booking of that feud, but the matches were quality. Yeah, that was his best WWE stuff was Great Balls of Fire and that AJ Styles stuff. Yeah. I was, and, I was and, more of a fan like, of him and Shinsuke. And then, and then he got the concussion and he got fatter and less in shape. Like, there's nothing and, wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with being fatter. There's... So there may be something wrong with being a wrestler who's a bigger guy, like a bigger guy that doesn't have stamina because he was he's always been a bigger guy, but he also had that stamina to go along with it, you know, and then when once you lose that stamina because you sit behind a commentary table and you expect him to be the same guy, there might be something wrong with that. Just remember Samoa Joe a year and a half ago was getting rained on in a poncho at WrestleMania 37. All right. him now. Killing the, it. The Ring of Honor something champion. Tell television. TV TV champion. Yep. Samojo wins this match. It got three beers. I think this was probably the third best match on the card. Yeah, I agree and with that. Probably then the world title match. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anything I saw from Jonathan Gresham and Claudio Castanoli was that great, honestly. I agree. Claudio has not impressed me one bit. Nope. I was I'm glad you said it because I was gonna save it. But um, yeah, Claudio Casanova has not done a single thing in AEW already that I have enjoyed. I also like never expected him to impress me though. Like to be honest, like there wasn't a whole lot that he did in WWE throughout his tenure that impressed me. Mm, I disagree. No, like more often than not. Okay, he you said not a, impress he, me. But you, that's not what you said. You said there wasn't a single thing that impressed no, you. No, I said there wasn't a whole lot. He okay. would not impress me more often than he did impress me. See, I, I really liked him with the bar, specifically the 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 John Moxley and Seth Rollins feud yep. of the bar. I liked them against the Hardys. And then lot. the new the new day and the Hardys. Yeah, all, all three of those, like I, I like that that was really good. And then his final push for the Universal Championship, I thought yeah, that was a really good Roman feud as good. well. Yep, yeah, I would say that stuff, and then the, uh, I don't know okay. how many the like best like 
15 out of 31 series that him and Sheamus had before they became the bar. What about the match with uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? That was really good. That was that was, that was in the push. same. That was the final push. That was uh, the same one I was talking about. Got it. Yeah, so, I, would, I would agree with Joe. There were things that really stand out to me as like that was really great from Cesaro, and there are like some storylines there and his time at the bar. But I agree with Dylan as well that I would say that more often than not, Cesaro was just kind of there. It's not something that I cheered for or really thought was overly impressive. I, I think he's technically very sound. I think he's a very good wrestler, but he's not a character I care about. He has no character. And he's just not the wrestling style that I think I've ever really enjoyed that much. His character is he's Swiss and he likes to swing people. And yeah. he's pound for pound the strongest wrestler in WWE. So many uppercuts. Yeah. Endless uppercuts. See, the things, the things that really impress me is when he really does show his strength. And we saw that with, with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. of of just like lifting him up while he has one arm and and like that kind of stuff is he, he really does show his strength and like he's resilient through that. I think that's, that's where he really gets impressive. Yeah. But still like that yeah. doesn't even happen every match. Yeah, you're right. But I, I think he is upper tier. Yeah. Um... I think he's good. Wish he had a character. All right, let's move on okay. to match of the night. Is this a uh, match of the year? It's it's definitely top three match of the year contenders easily. Is this better than the Bucks versus Page and Omega? Not this year, but yes. I understand that wasn't this year. See, I would say yes, too, because I haven't watched that match in forever. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch that one more recently to, to compare the two. I think I do like it better than all of the Young Bucks uh the only Young Bucks match that I would say, like, I think is on the same level as maybe it's like the cage match with them and the Lucha Pros. Yeah. And then the Kenny and Hangman match were the only two that I can think of in AEW that, like, compare. But I have to watch all three of them to, like, compare them to be, like, which one's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like this one better than I liked Cody and Seth because of the storytelling in Cody and Seth. But it's definitely top two. It's like this and Cody and Seth, the only two matches I think that are even warranting match of the year contenders. Okay. Um, so this got a huge score. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you want to take a stab at how many beers it got? Seven and a quarter. Not even close. Not even close. Higher. I was half asleep for like the last 10 minutes of this match and I got higher than that. Higher. 10 and three quarters. Higher. That's really close to what I got, but not as much as Dylan got. <laughs> 12. 11 and a quarter. So close. First this try. Number three, which is crazy to think about, is the number three ranked overall match in the beer ratings database at 11 and a quarter, only getting beat out by Blood of Guts and uh, last year's men's war games match. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. Uh, and it's just a well, regular. It's a, and it's it's a two a out of three falls match. It, is it was a 43-minute-long match. It is. And I mean, that's obviously a big reason, but I think the biggest reason that this got so many beers is the chops. Yeah, they were chopping each other so many times that their chests were bleeding. It was disgusting. Dax's chest was. Dax's chest was bleeding from the chops he was getting from the Briscoes. Like, I've never seen that. Like, so Blood running down the chest from Dax, chops. Dax bleeding on the chest from chops. 
Mark Briscoe bleeding. Uh, he bled off of a flapjack onto the stairs. It I looked like it hit. I don't hard. remember when Cash bled. But Cash bled, bled for Cash oh, bled the twice. Ring, the ring bell. No, Dax bled twice. Twice. Oh, was it Dax that bled twice? Dax One of bled them bled two different the, ways. Yeah, Dax bled on the eye. Oh yeah, he got hit. They they start throwing punches at each other, and Dax's like eyebrow got cut like a boxing match. Yeah, and then Jay Briscoe, I never saw blood on him. Yeah, Jay Briscoe was the only one I didn't saw blood from too. The only one I picked to bleed. Same. <laughs> there very early in this match, Joe was like, uh, "Which one is Jay Briscoe?" I was like, "The dreads." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I also broke it down by falls. The first fall, three and a half. The second fall got four and a quarter beers. And then I didn't write down the last one, but that would be what seven point seven five, three, three and a half for the last fall. I think, I think, that's crazy, fucking insane. Like each fall had its own highlights. Like it, it was just a phenomenal match. Not to and mention the was, amount of fucking close I, endings this had, dude. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, and I don't think we can walk away without talking about the table spot. That was just insanity. Which which table spot are we talking about? The cash backdrop off the ropes onto the oh, table. Yeah, outside. yeah, yep, yep. They that <sighs> Holy looked fuck. fucking rough. And I don't think either of them bled from that. No, now that which I know it's insane. No. Yeah, absolute insanity. This match was just incredible, and I cannot like. This is probably my new match to show people like. This is why I love wrestling. This is definitely, I think, I, I posted on the Twitter the same day, but I oh, think wait, this is wait, my... wait, wait. There was more blood. The ref bled. Oh, yeah. The ref bleed. Yeah, the ref bled in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I posted on the Twitter right after the match ended, but I think this is my favorite tag team match of all time. I, I don't know if it's the best, but I think it was the most fun I've had in a 43-minute period of my life watching wrestling i don't know dude like the cage match was also very good like i know it's tough to say but this was just so much fun and i i think i thought there was gonna be falls so many times before falls happened every single one of these falls had so many close calls before it happened that i was on the edge of my seat every time we built up towards an ending so like it's a 43 minute long match and hell, there was probably 23 minutes of the 43 where I was on the edge of my seat thinking I was about to see a fall, and I didn't, or I did. Yeah, it was good. It was a very good match. And the overall ending with the pile driver from the second rope, disgusting. I honestly think so. Dylan, how do you feel about FTR being the GOAT tag team? Mm, they're the current Too goats. Too soon. They're the current GOATs. Current GOATs, definitely. Um, I would have to think about that. No, I think I think if they want to be goats, they have to have a really good match with and beat some legendary tag teams. Midnight Express now, like before <laughs> they retire, like you don't want to watch Midnight Express, Joe, like the Hardys. I know. Uh, well, weren't they supposed <sighs> to? I don't want to watch that match. I'm saying like in order for them to be goaded, like they have to have. A like a good match. They have to get a good match out of the Hardys, and then I'll say, probably. I, I I can't agree with you. I I I just think there's too many great tag teams that we're not going to see face them. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I think we've missed out on the chance for see like Edge and Christian or the Hardys or Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Harlem, Express, or any of this stuff. Harlem Heat might be able to face them. <laughs> Actually, I think that match is confirmed. Please say that's not Hold true. On. Are you serious? I do not want to ma- watch like, Booker like, T again. Like Booker T recently returned to the ring with Stevie Ray. That, no, not like singles. He owns a company in Texas and he wrestles every yeah, now and then recent, for his company. He he recently returned after like four years. Uh and I think that like just keep on talking, but I think that match might be uh like an indie show. I think Joe was reading an onion article. <laughs> no. I know that recently they faced <laughs> off against some older tag team at one of those indie shows and everyone lost their minds about it. I think it was the Rock and Roll Express. Those guys are old. God, I mean, they're on they, NWA every now and then, and oh my god. Yeah. Maybe they could face. The, one of the, maybe they could face the new tag team of Ric Flair and Andrade. Oh, please stop! Is that this weekend? Yeah, no. I don't know what day it is. Yeah, who who cares? I I'm think it's watching. Saturday. I think it's like no, it's definitely really not pathetic. Saturday because no, it can't be going up against SummerSlam. Yeah, it has to be well, Sunday because Jeff Jarrett can't be in two places at once. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's in Nashville, but. So there's a Bleacher article, and the title is WWE Hall of Famer Booker T Returns to Ring Action, Open to Match versus AEW's FDR. That was from July 10th. God, Jesus. Well, seeing as nothing's come out since then, I'm glad, and we're probably not going to see that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd watch that. And by I don't know, I mean I definitely won't watch that. The close of yeah, this match. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say it was a, it was a tweet. Somebody said, so you and your brother finally going to accept FTR or Dax versus cash challenge. And then Booker T said, if they stop running. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't believe it for a second. He's too busy with I don't know, <laughs> SummerSlam pre-show. Um, yeah. To close That'd out this good, match, uh, FTR wins, retains the ring of honor world tag team championships. Uh, they Get the second and third falls of the match, as you would expect any two out of three falls match to go. Um, they invite the Briscoes back into the ring um, and congratulate them for being fucking amazing tag team. And then Claudio and fucking Wheeler Yuta show up on the stage and hold up their titles at them before. It's... Yeah, big night for the BBC. Big black, big Jackson. beautiful cock. Big black. Pool, big beautiful castanolis um <laughs> yep that big beautiful claudio um to, this match got 11 and a quarter beers we talked about which ends with ring of honor death before dishonor 2022 at 29 and a half beers damn number six number six ranked behind ring of honor or behind aw 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 and aw Yep. I think one <laughs> of those had New Japan there too, but no. no. I mean, we haven't we haven't rated a New Japan show. I was joking. It was a Forbidden Door I was talking about. No. Oh. Which was half uh New Japan show, think, Dylan. That's yeah, true. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I actually completely forgot about that already. Yeah, because it was like not nearly as good as some of the other pay-per-views, like I said, when it happened. Yeah. All right. Let's well, here we use end premium live events. Indeed. Let's move on though. Weekly recap. Uh, let's get through this pretty quickly. Then we got predictions for SummerSlam, which luckily is not a huge card, which could also be unluckily for us when we watch it on Saturday. Mm. But 
or Sunday. Yeah, Chad's going to watch it on Sunday because he's a nerd. SmackDown, Vince McMahon has officially retired. retired. Yeah. Allegedly. This news came out on Friday, obviously, between us recording and the episode coming out. Chad, how do you feel about that? It's the same every fucking time. (laughs) Motherfucking company. So does it to us. Some some quick just some quick notes from everything. So Vince is gone. He was retired. Triple H is the head of creative now. Stephanie McMahon and uh, other con Nick Khan are co-CEOs. Um, there's rumors that Kevin Dunn is going to be leaving. We'll see with another rumor that Paul Heyman is going to be getting more involved with everything. Everything appears to be having a bright outlook in WWE right now, as far as the creative end goes. And I think we can talk about it as we go through the shows, but like, I think it was apparent this week that there's already a new regime in charge. Yeah, it just seemed like the matches were better yeah. quality on the shows. Like, like Raw felt like it had less bullshit and better matches. Yeah, it was kind of the same formula. I'm excited formula. about. I'm fucking excited. Same yeah. formula. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, it was kind of like the same formula with everything. Like, but yeah, I agree. Like, just better matches, and I think the storytelling will just it. it it's not going to be completely different. And if it does go completely different, it's going to take a while and like slowly shift to something that they want that triple H wants. Uh, But yeah, I mean, like, like Joe started to say, like, I am also just extremely excited for what is to come. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of what we've been waiting for. It's, it's when, when triple H took his EVP of, of talent relations back, we were like, Oh, this is good because he actually has some some amount of skill with relations to talent. But when when he took over as creative, we got that great picture uh, like behind the back picture of him wearing the the headset headset that you always see Vince McMahon wear. It was it was kind of like you, you kind of got chills because it's it's exactly what we've been waiting for is Triple H after his dominant run of black and gold NXT. He's running the main roster with the talent that he built. And yeah. it's well, some of the talent he built. Uh, the rest of them are over in AEW now. But uh, <laughs> it's exciting. It's, it's, it, it honestly is exciting. Is like We know that uh, like the product he can put out and how he can work with the team. And Road Dog might even be back in a job soon. Like It's good. So, let me ask you guys this. Which wrestler benefits the most from this? Finn Balor. Seth Ooh. Rollins. Yeah, I agree with Joe. Seth Rollins. No, I think Seth Rollins is already as high up as my card as he can get. No. I think we're going to start seeing Finn Balor soon. get win. No, I agree with you on that, but that was always something we thought was going to happen. We already thought Seth could be a champion. I think yeah. Finn Balor is okay. going to get a world title push in the next couple of years because of Triple H. And that's something we didn't Damn. expect with Vince. You know, yeah, with Vince, we, we had already written off Finn Balor from ever being a main eventer again. But I think That's, with Triple H there, Finn Balor's going to be there. He's going to win a title. That's actually very true. That's a very good point. It, Chad. It's, it's, it's a good point is like we, we obviously like we obviously knew that that Seth Rollins could be there again and probably will be there again. 
but Finn Balor at 42 years old, we didn't know if it was going to happen. What about a, I think what about could. a woman? Rhea comes to mind. Shayna Baszler. Ooh, that's yeah, that's a good one. Here's 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 another man for you that I think will win a world title because Triple H is here. I think Kevin Owens. Kevin will Owens. Get, yep. Yeah, I think Kevin, Kevin Owens will win a title. Did Did you guys see that video I sent you? Yeah, the the <laughs> Key and Peele skit, but it's all wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had some problems with that. But it was really funny. <laughs> Yeah, there were people the, that he like didn't dab up that were like eight. Uh, they were old NXT like guys. Definitely like, NXT, specifically Chad Gable. Yeah, <laughs> bring American Alpha back. Oh, you think Jason, well, Jason Jordan? Jordan's Jason Jordan's ready to wrestle problem. again? No, I heard he like had to medically retire. Well, he should come out and put his boots in the ring then. Well, it's Jason Jordan. Do you really <laughs> want to see that? No, not even a little. No. Bit. <laughs> That's all why I, I want to see funny. from Jason Jordan is a retirement match with Kurt Angle. No, I want to see a retirement match against Chad Gable. That'd be good. Tagging together, though, right? Not no, one-on-one. One-on-one. No, I actually don't want to see. I like. I have no interest in Jason Jordan just because of how he's how he was sold on the on the main roster. Like that wouldn't be exciting for me. Like a Jason Jordan's returning to in-ring action. No, no one's excited about that. <laughs> Yawn. But I think he's doing real good work behind the behind the scenes. He's yeah. clearly a good producer. Let's leave him there. Absolutely. Yeah. Can we just talk about real quick that Stephanie Man opened the show uh, asking the crowd to chair thank you events, and it just felt wrong. Well, it was after they already had as well. Yeah, they tried to do it yeah. early, and they beat her to the punch, and then it was like awkward. And we're cheering for a guy who, like, the same day, a report came out that he used company funds to pay these women off, and there was like unmarked fourteen and a half million dollars. In the name of Vince McMahon, which is like highly illegal. Yeah. Uh, so so let's just let's just show a little respect, it, like the littlest amount of respect for like what he has done for the wrestling community as a whole, I and agree. then totally disregard him as a human being. Yeah. If we like, if that was what we did terrible. and we're never going to talk about it again, I'm probably okay with it. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the 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 Wednesday night or the Monday Monday night wars uh as they were he elevated wrestling to to a, a place that you and I like the three of us are still talking about wrestling I think without Vince McMahon that that's not a thing is Vince but, McMahon the best heel of all time no I think he is the best wrestling promoter of all time though Easily. and I don't think there's ever going to be a competition for that no. So, yeah, so we, we take that for what it is. Later in his career, he is the probably one of the worst like viewers of potential of all time. Yeah. The amount of people that but, the company let go that are doing well over somewhere else because they let him go is wild. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. While we're still watching Dominic like, Mysterio matches. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I think that that like more recently, his view of potential and even maybe in the 90s and we, like we're just seeing like we are more watching rec- retrospectively, so we don't know it. But especially recently, his his view of potential and his vision of wrestling hasn't been great. But we have to respect the fact that he took a company in the 80s and ran with it and made it the most successful company of all time. And made wrestling something watchable today. 
but you don't get an AEW or anything else without him. No, not at all. You don't get an impact without him. You don't get a WCW without him. Well, I don't think you get to WCW because Seth Turner ripped off of. They were a small thing and they were NWA beforehand, but WWE was the first one to get on TV and make national deals and pay-per-views. WCW followed in their footsteps with all that stuff. So would WCW have been a company that was on pay-per-view or anything else like that? Would they have tried to go national under Ted Turner if they hadn't seen Vince McMahon do it before? All right, dude. No, not at all. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) I'm just making a point. Like, Realistically, we like bring it into perspective without Vince McMahon turning his dad's company around. We we would not have AEW impact WCW ECW. We would not have any of those all time great matches. So for what it's worth, Vince McMahon is a huge contributor to us having this podcast, but he's a trash human being. (laughs) That's the best way to put it, Joe. Joe, would you like to say thank you, Vince? I'm not going to chant that. <laughs> okay. Um, do, do you guys have anything else like revolving around the story before we get into SmackDown? Like officially? No, let's get, please. No. Let's get into SmackDown. It's really late. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, really like this is kind of crazy to say, but I think the only like super not even it's not even super important but the one thing i wanted to say was i was super right about the maxine dupree being a sup yeah it was sophia cromwell from nxt yeah and i think i've already been on record as her being a sup so i think the first (laughs) inkling we got for smackdown i think the first inkling we got of triple h's creative uh being involved on the show is their new day on commentary Mentioning that the Viking Raiders are former IWGP and Ring of Honor world champions. Yeah, that was oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, fuck. The New Day um, mentioning the Viking Raiders have won t- get tag team titles in New Japan and Ring of Honor was like a huge thing for me. Like, I think I think one of the first changes that they seem to make is the banned words. Yeah. I, God, I hope Cody can say belts now. They said blood, and I know blood was a banned word. I don't Cody's, remember when did I don't blood. remember. It was either on SmackDown or Raw. I saw I saw a uh, article this that week? Cody Somebody said they could find me a thousand dollars. It was in the main event of SmackDown. It was Dawkins. No, mm. it wasn't. If it wasn't Dawkins, then it was. It was uh, the main event of Raw. The six man tag. It was Ford Montez. <laughs> it was a yeah, six man yeah. tag. It was the main event of both shows. <laughs> it was, both it shows was, were a main event. Mont- it was Montez Ford in the main in the main event of Raw against yeah. the Bloodline. That they was the main event blood. of SmackDown. Yeah. That was SmackDown. Both. Wait, hold on. Were both shows three on? Yeah, both shows had three on three tag matches. I'm talking about the Raw one where it was the Street Profits and Riddle versus the Bloodline. So that was the one that had Roman yeah. Reigns in it versus the one that didn't have Roman Reigns in it on SmackDown. Correct. The Bloodline. Yeah, well, it was the yeah. Usos in theory on SmackDown, but so the yeah. Usos yeah, were so not the bloodline. This, this, yeah, but the same ma- main event of the Street Profits versus the Usos. Yeah, I mean, we're getting repetitive still, or yeah. we're still being repetitive. <laughs> but so maybe that's not going to change a whole lot, but we'll see. Let's not also forget that um, we had a we had some drama regarding Brock Lesnar on SmackDown, where everyone thought he walked the fuck out. That's what he confirmed. Did. He did walk out after he found out that Vince was retiring permanently. 
Um, but he came back. So thank God, because the rumor mill immediately went to Goldberg was going to be in the main event. And I, I'm never going to believe I would say this, but Goldberg's maybe the one person that makes me want to see Brock Lesnar matches. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I would hope that Vince retiring means that I never have to see Goldberg again. <laughs> Hopefully it means less Brock Lesnar too. Cause I know Brock and triple H don't get along. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're, I think they're just going to honor whatever his contract like makes him do. And they will probably just be like, it's just going to be a contractual thing. And from here on out, like that's all we're going to get, but I'd, I'd be totally fine. Like not seeing him in the fucking title picture. Every time he comes back, that would be super cool. That'd be wonderful. I don't have anything else for SmackDown though. Nope. Not like the rest of it was terrible. It's just not really no. newsworthy. Yeah, no, I I like the Walter stuff. I yeah. honestly he do. Just keeps chest chopping his buddy. Yeah, it's funny. It's honestly funny. Um, what about Rampage? Do rap battle? The rap battle. I don't have quotes from the rap battle, but it was. There were oh. things that were said. Let's start out by saying that uh, little what scrappy. Was it? Which which gun is it? Colton. Colton. It's either rapped. Colton or Blake. Colton. Okay. Like, okay, the Blake is not. <laughs> it's Austin and Colton, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion, but whatever. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it's Colton Gun Colton, that was the one who was rapping. Colton rapped. Yes. Colton starts out by saying, uh, "Um, in, uh, actually, let me start by saying I think that based off of the first verse, the guns won." <laughs> in the first verse alone, Colton Gun says that uh, makes a Bobby Lashley sister reference, which. That was Max Caster who made that, who was showed up on Raw as Max Bobby Lashley's sister. Um, oh, he made <laughs> I didn't that was that. a real thing. Yeah, go look it up. There's there was pictures all over the internet after Rampage. Um, he makes a joke about Bowens being super gay. That um, was not cool. He makes jokes about uh, Max Caster not being very good. Uh, he basically destroys Max Caster on the first verse. And then Max Caster takes about two verses before he really hones in on the fact uh, of Colton having hair loss, Colton and the bad DX references, like uh, rips Mr. Ass up. He rips Mr. Ass's ass up. Ooh. But this was super entertaining. I had the lowest of expectations. Yeah, I always do for segments like that. And um, it delivered. Um, Other than that, though, Christopher Daniels had a match, which is always cool. Yeah, the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels is one of my favorites still. Yeah, him versus Jay Lethal in the main event was good to see. But, I mean, are both of them past their prime? Probably. Yeah. But was it a good match? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. Also, the Lee Moriarty uh, Dante Martin match ended with Aubrey Edwards completely missing. Moriarty grabbing the rope. Just wanted to point that out for Aubrey. You told she me yeah, Aubrey Edwards missed this stuff. Yep. I don't think that's true. Yep. She did it again. Um, I have a ton of notes for Raw. Wow. Yeah. I Weird. think most of them come from well, the opening not segment. A ton of, a ton might be the uh not might not be the best word for me, but there are I, comments. I, I think most of them come from the opening segment. And I'm not talking about the the fight. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing ever. They started the show, and I thought I'd like miss something. Yeah, it was like, oh, so this is the kind of shit we're doing now. 
And it's just something different. And I honestly don't mind it. But the whole Miz and Logan Paul, like we just opened up the show and they were already beating the shit out of each other. I was like, okay, here we go. Uh, but then we got a we got a a, a Roman Reigns uh, promo, and um, basically, once theory comes out, because you knew that was going to happen, uh, Roman Reigns just just slaughtered him pretty much, being like, "Who's your daddy?" Your yeah, the whole "Who's your daddy?" shit. Your daddy's not here anymore. Talking about Vince. Some people on the internet seem to think he was talking about Johnny Gargano. Which was weird, <laughs> specifically Mel, Mel or Metzler. Oh yeah, it was Meltzer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually thought that's who he was talking about, and Meltzer just like, was just completely oblivious to what he was doing. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that guy's so fucking, fucking idiot. old and out of it at this point. Useless garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like the first or that that opening segment, and then like Theory tried to attack one of the Usos. I think it was Jay with the briefcase. He hit him with it. And then Roman like holding a little bit of restraint and just they just walked off and theory ended up getting punished for it in the end. But yeah, so like ended with that and then it went straight into like Drew McIntyre coming out and then a three reverse Drew McIntyre match, which then fell apart into a theory ver- and Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley match, which by the time this was over, we were 50 something minutes into the show. Yeah, we had spent almost an hour of a three hour long show on theory Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre Sheamus thought the main event picture of both shows yeah I mean I don't I didn't hate it yeah I'm not um, this is not me saying like oh that fucking sucked like it was nice to give quality time to quality matches and like put the people that we know are the main events on both shows together I mean Bobby Lashley theory Drew McIntyre Sheamus Roman Reigns these are the guys that are the top of the card right now yeah I mean Seth Rollins wasn't there I'm not saying every guy, but okay. This is this is people that are all in the main event on both shows. Yeah, I mean, it, it, just based off of that, like, there's quite literally nothing to complain about. It probably could have been better with the whole DQ stuff, but I mean, that's just how Theory is being booked right now. He's just a DQ guy. Now that he's got money in the bank. Um, what else do we got? That's when the Bloodline retaliated on Theory, also. Um, really the only other stuff, let's see. Cody won an SB. Yeah. WWE moment of the year, sure. Um, and then the whole Rey Mysterio stuff. Have you heard the internet rumor about this Rey Mysterio thing? I know the last week we talked, we thought he was gonna have Dominic turn this week. Have you seen the rumor for next week? No. Is Dominic gonna turn next week now? So the rumor is <laughs> at, during after they beat the judgment day in a pretty good match again. Um, they can go backstage and Aaliyah, Rey Mysterio's daughter, gives him a present and it's his Halloween Havoc purple gear. And Wait, the rumor how old is she? Too young for Buddy Matthews. Yeah. So um she gives him his uh present. They found his old like purple Halloween Havoc gear, and the internet thinks that Dominic and Ray are gonna come out in purple Halloween Havoc gear either Sunday or Monday or Saturday or Monday, SummerSlam or Monday, and Dominic's going to wear the purple and then join the Judgment Day while he's wearing purple. I'm going to be really upset if it doesn't happen on Saturday. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I agree. Spoiler (laughs) for later. Yeah, I'm picking the same thing I think you are. I'm just ready for it to happen. It's been so fucking long. Yeah, over two years worth of fucking 
and like hinting is not i just cool. need i just I, the other thing is like i just kind of wish dominic mysterio wasn't on my tv every week because he's just not good yeah i actually saw a, a very famous podcast i can't remember which one it was on my tiktok that i constantly watch no oh it was one that like has a lot of listeners <laughs> um but the guy was like getting visibly upset because someone was like saying something good about Dominic Mysterio. And he's like, I'm tired of them saying he's 25. And that means that it's okay that he's not good. We have MJF who's 25. We have Sammy Guevara. Who's like 26. We have jungle Boy, who's 24. We have all these people and all these companies. And then he started naming NXT people who are young. And he's like, all these guys have more potential than Dominic Mysterio has at 25. So it's time to stop fucking saying he's 25 and just accepting that this guy has no fucking character and no potential the minute his dad can't wrestle anymore. Well, and it was like the most honest take I've ever seen. It's no, it's no like shock that he doesn't really have a character because Ray really never did. He's just a luchador that's like fucking awesome to watch in the ring. Dominic's just not that. Not even a little bit. Yeah, no. he's just not as good. Maybe it's like the size differential, but like he just doesn't have the same abilities his dad does. He's not even he doesn't even have the quickness in his ring that his dad does now. Yeah. And his then Ray Ray Mysterio is like 45. Unfortunately. At at a minimum. So I don't know. What else we had for Raw? Uh Logan Paul got booed, even though he's the face, which I loved. And then after uh the Miz hit him with a uh Cold crushing finale, the crowd chanted one more time. So even though Miz is clearly supposed to be the heel here, the crowd has not bought Logan Paul being a face. And I fucking love that. Yeah. Maybe that will tell the WWE not to fucking keep trying this. Yeah. I mean, well, he's still signed to like a multi-year deal, though. Sure. But as long as he's a heel and he loses more than he wins, I don't care. Yeah. I'm willing to watch it because he was good in the ring. The Miz also um, admitted that he measures his balls. And he says that everyone does it. You guys ever measure your balls? No, but I wanted to after that match to see if they were a normal size or not. Maurice gave me the exact measurements of what a normal testicle was. And I was like, you know, I have interest on in whether I have normal sized testicles or not. But I didn't. Not yet, anyway. Maybe oh. I will. I thought you were going to say you you didn't have normal size. No, I don't know. I, would I say, haven't taken the time to I measure. Would say, I would say with four kids, Chad, probably. They're probably, they're probably bigger than normal. Maybe. My wiener's definitely not, but you know, maybe my balls that doesn't are. matter. It's all about the motion of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my wife says. But we all know she's probably unhappy with it. Yeah, I mean, she says that to make you feel good. Yeah, it's all about making me feel better. I'll make you feel better. Ooh. How so? <laughs> we got anyway, anything else from you... Raw? <laughs> no. Speaking I was gonna ask Joe to expound upon that. NXT. Sure, sure. NXT. I have not watched the main event of NXT. It's the only thing I'm missing. Um, and it was it was fine. It was a Who match. Won? Um, oh. not Diamond Mind. So the, the Tony D's and the nuts. Yeah, because Roderick okay. Strong's a fucking idiot. Ah, uh, yes. Here we go again. This Actually, is never ending. The, the only segment I really enjoyed during this, I think, was the JD McDonough stuff. Like you were talking about same, last week. Yeah. I literally, I literally have the note that says, I'm loving this JD McDonough character. Yeah. He is crushing this. Like him starting in the crowd and then like he's just a about- surgeon on the mic. And I think that's his gimmick. My character. 
I don't know, but I fucking love it. Like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. He yeah. is doing great work as a heel right now, and I, I want him to be Braun Breaker so bad. Damn it, you said it before me. I I do too. Yeah, but now I just aside sound like from a yes that, man. aside from that, like the like that was the segment segment wise, like what I really liked. But match wise, like Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, it's Leonardo uh, DiCaprio da Vinci Monatello versus Chase, like an incredible match. Yeah, the crowd chanting "This is awesome" during a Donatello da Vinci match. Uh, they chanted that multiple times, and Andre Chase put maybe the best match he's ever wrestled on TV. Yeah, de- no, n- not maybe. That was the best match yeah. we've ever seen from Andre Chase. Yeah, I was really hoping he was going to win, but I, in the back of yeah, my mind, I knew no the whole way. time he wasn't going to win. It was Donatello da Vinci, and he's getting a huge push. Huge push. Let's not say that because yeah. I actually like him. Yeah, I don't even mind the whole like um, camera shot thing that he does. Like it's different. That was that was definitely the best match of the night. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I think the only other note I have here is the they brought Alundra late Alundra Blaze back because yeah. Corey Jade threw the title in the trash. And um, really, the only problem I had with this was that Alundra Blaze says. The word tag, she says. General manager of NXT after that. She says. And I'm not 100% behind it. I'm frozen. You guys are not frozen. No, we, I'm frozen. We, I was listening to Dylan talk, and then out of nowhere, you just were like going halfway through a statement because I think you thought we were frozen. Yeah. And now Joe's gone. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's still there. No. What, what I was saying is, is I'm frozen. You. You guys are not frozen. I'm frozen. I'm frozen again. You're kind of frozen. Like we can hear you, but Jeffrey. you're not moving. No, I was admitting that I was frozen. I was, I was in cup at a lunch. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> okay. Uh, after Anyways, Chad's comment said that people were calling for her to be. I'm going to leave all of this in. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, Chad, all I, was, all I was trying to say was that Alundra Blaze says tag instead of tag, and it just bugged the shit out of me. Oh, my God, Joe. <laughs> I was shocked to see her because she's actually assigned with NWA right now. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a, she's a co-general manager for one of their shows, one of their two shows. And she does commentary sometimes on that show. Should so I like, mute? Should I mute Joe? I actually kind of I kind of like the fact that he just chimes in with a transformer noise every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird to see her, but it was really exciting that they brought the belts out of the trash because I was so scared we were about to get rid of the NXT women's tag team division. I mean, vacant it's, vacant still holds both women's tag teams. Yes, but so. next week we're having a fatal four-way. Oh, that's true. To crown new ones, and that's the true. Fatal Four Way looks really good. Um, so, I mean, two of the teams I have no faith in, and the other two teams are Toxic Attraction and Caden and. Think Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance Katana. are going to win this thing. Uh, I don't think they put it on Toxic Attraction again. So I think it's Caden and Casey or Katana. 
Sorry, she changed who's, her name. Who's the other team? Who's the third team? Ivy Nile and some Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley and yeah, Valentina Feroz and her friend that have had multiple shots at toxic attraction. It's the the two Hispanic women. Yeah, I don't remember the other girl's name. Yeah, Valentina right. Feroz and the other one. I don't. Yeah, I don't you don't her either. You could have just said, "Yeah, I don't either." <laughs> Uh, from Joe, I'm hardcore disconnected. Yeah, no, we know, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to text him back. You can't. You want. Yeah, because he doesn't text us back. Um, <laughs> and then gets mad at me for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's Katana and Caden who are going to win these belts. And I'm glad we're keeping the belts alive. That's all. That's all I care about. Yeah, uh, I care about them. I care about them caring about it. Yes probably more than keeping them around but i think they go hand in hand so yeah i I think the women's tag division in nxt has just been so good that it's it would be a travesty to to take it away it's been so good it's just because it exists it has actually we've had a real we've had a lot of good matches no 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 no, no. yeah i'm not disagreeing with that it's just like the fact that it exists like it's it's not like in on the main roster like they i can't think of a time other than a certain few where they had actual women's tag teams the iconics the iconics the hug bailey and sasha alexa and nikki yeah that's two singles wrestlers put together that's twisted bliss they were best friends long before they were a tag team mm, okay i'll take that since they had a name yeah i'll say i'll put that one but then Oh, and the Kabuki Warriors. I'll I'll give them one because they were a tag team because they had a tag team name. Okay, but I'll take that. Most of the other ones were just random person with random person. Like Shayna and Nia had it for like eight months, and I was like, God awful. We stopped talking about the whole division because of them. That's true. Um, you want to move on to Dynamite? Uh, yeah. I really have nothing else for NXT. We kind of covered all my major points for NXT. Yeah. All right, let's get into AEW Dynamite, which, as we talked about earlier, started off with a really good match from Roosh and John Moxley. Yep. Uh, this match was super high quality. Roosh continues to prove that he's as good as I told you guys he was when he showed up. Um, unfortunately, though, it ended... With Chris Jericho making his appearance. Yeah. But John Moxley threw some zingers at him. I was pretty happy with John Moxley's mic capability here. I don't remember the specific zingers, and I quite literally watched this last night. He basically this was like, fuck that. I don't want your stupid wizard bullshit. I want Lionheart John Moxley, the only version of John Mo- or Chris Lionheart Jericho. Chris Jericho, because it's the only version of Chris Jericho that's worthy of John Moxley. And it was like pretty fucking good of a response. It's like, I mean, what they're, Quake they're, at the Lake or some stupid name they have in two weeks? Uh, yeah, the Minneapolis show they're doing. I don't, I don't know if it's two or three weeks from now, but yeah, it's um, it's a pretty dumb name for a show. <laughs> but well, not even a but. Um, I don't know how good that match is going to be. Probably not going to be good. I mean, was the first one good? I never actually saw it. I don't remember. So probably not. Yeah, it's not memorable. It's not memorable. Not very memorable. 
Directly after that, though, they introduced what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. The trios belts. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. We have been. Um, They're ugly as fuck. <laughs> Joe and I were joking in the group chat, just like, he's here. I did it. You didn't do shit. What'd you do? Make a new account? No, I got a different computer. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, I did do shit. I removed you. Not knowing that, yeah. not knowing the repercussions. Yeah, that that actually hurt us in the long run. Yeah, it just like I was tired of looking at your frozen face. It's fine. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got this. Nice, Chad. Do you remember what we were talking about? Uh, we were talking about Quake of the Lake being a terrible name. We're not excited for that match. Oh, trios uh, titles. They look like and shit. The trios titles now are a thing and they look like poop. Yeah. I texted the group. Dude, I was uh, concerned about the same thing. They they just like is they just look like, generic. I, I heard quick at quake at the lake and I was Yeah. But at the same yeah. I was saying that that like quake at the lake, like I, I saw that and I was like, I, I don't want to talk shit on it because I don't know if it's a if it's a like old that I just don't know, or if it's like just random and i hate it no it's just really bad and we all hate it okay, yeah but good. like the trios titles what we were getting to they look sorry like i'm catching up <laughs> <laughs> um it's just like that generic is- generic looking belts with the word trios written in the middle which i thought was funny yeah it literally really has like a world and then just trios and that's it so we know that yeah. they're going to be world trios titles but it they're, they're literally just as bad as the as the AEW tag team championships, like those are super bad too. And Dylan, I think you who said it's the same championship with trios splurged across the middle. Uh, I just said they look generic, which I guess could be the same as the tag titles because those are also generic. Yeah, <laughs> looking. Um, let's see what else we had a new champion, quote unquote champion. I did think it was fun. Dynamite. I did think it's funny that it's just a normal belt that just says trios in the middle. Dylan free. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like you just read my quote, my, my text message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bad at this tonight. Cause I got cut off for a long time. So Joe's, Joe's lagging. Fault. Joe's lagging hard right now. He's going to hear what I'm saying right now in about 15 seconds. So, um, Joe, just just give this one a pause. Give this one like 15 seconds to respond. But Hook won the FTW championship. And... Yeah, so Hook won the <laughs> championship. I'm totally leaving that pause in there. <laughs> Chad, what do you think about Hook being the FTW champion? Uh well, I saw a spoiler that uh, Ricky Starks lost the belt, and I was really concerned that Danhausen won the belt because <laughs> I hadn't watched the show yet. But I was glad to see that it was Hook because that just makes a lot of sense. And we all kind of knew it was going to come at some point. Um, what I was not expecting is the super good promo Ricky Starks started cutting after the match, only for Powerhouse Hobbs to turn on him. Yeah, I loved this. This was amazing. Ricky Starks, Uber face now, and I love it. Yeah, he's an Uber face. Powerhouse goes Uber heel. And now we're going to get like the Powerhouse Hosbers, Ricky Starks matches that I've always wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I will say about this is I was upset 
before before Hook came out. I was very upset that that they just totally fucking squashed Danhausen. He always and, gets squashed. That's just what they do with him now. Yeah. This might have been the worst squash of them all. No, Tony Nese was worse. Like it. Okay. But yeah, it was <laughs> it was a total squash. And then uh and then Hook came out and I was like, "Oh shit, the title's about to change hands." And you got to accept at this point that Dan Housen's completely just a comedic character in AEW and will never be considered a real wrestler. Which they will uh, they will never treat him as a real wrestler. So send him back to Ring of Honor. Give us the teeth. He might be one of those Ring of Honor only in the future. But uh, I took Housen at the same time. Like I'm I'm upset if that if we don't see that again. We may never. Who knows? Ever ever never ever never ever say never ever. Yeah. What's that from, Joe? It's from that it's from that spoof of the Justin Bieber movie. No, it's from McGruber. That's what I said. For time. You misheard. There's a lag, so you said spoof of a Justin Bieber movie. Yeah, McGruber was a spoof, wasn't it? Yeah, it was was you. But not of a Justin Bieber movie. (laughs) That's what you think. That was that was literally you, dude. I have it on recording. No one has it on recording. Okay. Nailed Let's it. talk about Jungle Boy. Jungle? Um, yeah. Jungle Boy said a lot of curse words. Dynamite, as Joe said, is uh, rated X now that <laughs> Raw and SmackDown have moved to TV 14, I guess. Uh, Jungle Boy said pussy on TV this like week. Like immediately. <laughs> like, welcome to Jungle Boy's promo. Pussy. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, Jungle Boy, whenever he's grabbed a mic in the past, has absolutely sucked balls and dicks. And this time he picked up a mic, and I was like, damn. Well, it's because he said a bunch of bad words. Yeah. Joe Joe responds well to somebody saying bad words to him. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all he needed was a good pussy, and then he thought it was cool. (laughs) Oh, boy. Word. Oh shit! Uh, he uh, he threw Christian's divorce in there, which was a lot. No, it, it, when yeah, when I mean, it all comes down to it, it's not that said. much. If you consider that Christian said, "Your dad did," and also, "I'm gonna fuck your mom." Yeah, yeah he did say that. He also You're said right. it again on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't think he said he's gonna fuck his mom again, but he definitely mentioned his dad multiple times, which. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, fuck it. I'll say it. I can relate to, um, the the dead dad part. So fuck Christian. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's totally not one of my favorites. <laughs> you sound so uh, sincere. No, I I don't like him saying the dead dad stuff, but I do like Christian and always have. Hmm. Yeah. He's a good heel. What can you say? Um, that he shouldn't be saying that. I did say that already. I already you said that. You can't say it. You can't say that, Christian. Yeah, you can't say that. You can't say it. Can't say. You guys have anything else for dynamite? Oh, there was uh, no. the um, the Sammy Guevara Dante Martin match. We had a triple sup, so that was cool. Um, triple sup. Yeah. Who? Oh, Sky Blue. Yeah, Conti J and Sky Blue. Dude, dude. I would say it's a quadruple stuff for me because I find Ruby Soho attractive. I I don't, but 
Yeah, I, I figured you were going to say that when I said this. Yeah. Yeah. She's my type. Just, yeah, for me, not my type. But I, I, I still remember, <laughs> I, I still think I ever had to. What happened? Did, did I get unstable? <laughs> you froze. <laughs> you froze, and the only thing that came out was, ah. So I, 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 I still remember the, the first thing I sent to like Dylan and the boys back in Hawaii when I saw Ruby Riot show on NXT the first time. I said, Ruby Riot looks like the kind of girl that wants you to do heroin. And you're like, nah, it's like, I, that's not for me. And she's like, it totally is. Like, that's the first thing I ever said when I saw Ruby Riot on TV. Can, can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Wow, does she not? I though? spent like I spent like two years trying to figure out if I found her attractive or not. So that's cool. You came to the conclusion that you do. Yeah, it's too many times of me trying to say no. I don't think you do, but like I did. I don't. I'm, like, I do, but that's also like, like a lot her. of like the personality and the tattoos. So like it's it's a warped. You say yeah, it's a work. I mean it's, it's no, warped. Jim. Oh, it's not, it's not a work. I do really find her attractive. This is not a work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dylan's mom is a bitch is a work. This is not a work. Oh, so that's a work. Okay. Yeah, it was a work. We got you. Is she still a busy lady? Yeah, she's still busy. <laughs> Tile said so. All right. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, damn, they got me good. <laughs> the sons of bitches. I like completely forgot about that. And then I saw the episode title. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> got my ass. And your mom's ass. Mm-hmm. well luckily i don't have to or i do actually luckily i i get to name the episode this week so it will not have anything to do with my mom um what was the main event of dynamite danielson and garcia Daniel and Gar- Daniel, oh Daniel. Yeah, we, we have to talk about that that was great brian danielson lost yeah, yeah and that was weird what i was not expecting that at all here's here's the rumor i saw on the internet that i this he's makes retired. so much sense. Is that he's on his departure tour? He's only been here for a year, not even a year. Yeah, but he's already had issues in his past. And if he's decided like now that like I'm not saying he's like retiring right now, but he might be starting that trend towards retirement. And so maybe he's like losing starting... a little bit more. Yeah, he'll lose a few more than he did before. He won't lose everything, but then in like a year and a half to two years from now, he'll retire. He's also said that he's never gonna fully retire. As long as he stays healthy, he's never going to truly retire. Yeah, maybe this he's is a departure to, to part-time then. Yeah. I guess he's, I would be I okay with that. But man, Especially if he's going to put so over younger good. talent. Like, Daniel Garcia is really good. Let's have him put over younger talent. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, that. that's what I thought when I saw the end of the match is that he's always, like, had a mission statement of putting over younger talent so I can support it wholeheartedly. But at the same time, I hate the Jazz. Yeah, I hate Jericho Appreciation Society so much. It like hurts me to say that I I didn't want Daniel Garcia to win because he's such a good young talent that like I like guys like that winning usually. But like fuck, the Jericho Appreciation Society sucks so much, especially with like terrible heel Anna J and like Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti in there. And oh yeah, what and, did she say this week that was so cringe? Oh, when Anna J was like, "I'll choke you out, and I'll choke you out, yeah. and I'll choke you out, and I'll choke you out," and I was like, "Oh my." <laughs> God. If you guys would all just look underneath of your chairs, you're going to get choked out. <laughs> you're going to get choked out. 
it was so bad it was like it was like like you said cringeworthy is anna j heel anna j is uh, not doing but it also sup sup yeah agreed sup. um the last note i had uh other than the main event was uh the hung bucks coming back question mark yeah, this backstage segment with uh, Hangman really sold, I think, on the fact that the trio's titles are back because I think y'all were right, and I think Kenny's coming. He's coming, and then he's going to show up back up on Dynamite. So who's going to be – what are the teams going to be? Well, I, I think th- I think it's going to be the Elite. I don't think – I think this is a, a, a red red herring. So it's going to be the Bucks, the Bucks that... and Kenny and Hangman's out? Hangman's not in the trio's. Is, is yeah, my, Hangman's not there. No way. He, he he might be early in the competition with Silver and Ten or whoever the fuck. Reynolds. Silver and Reynolds. Yeah. He might be early in the competition, but I think the finals of the competition are going to be Elite versus Red, Red Dragon. The Undisputed. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Undisputed the Era versus themselves. Undisputed, the undisputed Era. Elite. No, they're not. I, I guess they I think, will call themselves. I think the they can call themselves the undisputed elite. I think that's fine. It's Versus... gonna be so good. It's gonna be so fucking good, dude. I think that's oh going God. to be the the for the trios title at all out is going to be Kenny and the Bucks versus Adam and Red Dragon. Era. Fuck me. That'll be fucking so good. Yeah, I like. I've been saying it since August. <laughs> dude august is when this comes out <laughs> august is tomorrow he's been saying it for a year that kenny omega is going to come back from injury <laughs> and be with the young bucks and win the trios titles yeah we can't no we can't but, keep but, saying but the, i have been saying it for months is i have been saying it for months the the that that when kenny comes back from injury they're like or when the trio titles are announced that there will be an unmuted versus elite feud and i i think I that's agree. coming yeah um everybody anything else for dynamite no, no. let's get into predictions all right what do you guys want to start with predictions we have SummerSlam. it is going to yeah. be oh i guess this is coming out on saturday so technically all that august stuff will be two days from now but i what match do i want to start with Let's go with. Oh, that's an easy one for me. Let's go with the Miz versus Logan Paul. Ooh, that was my second one. All right, Chad. A uh, Logan Paul. Whoa, you hate to say it, but yeah, Logan it Paul. really pains me inside. But like the Miz has gotten the upper hand every time. Um, Logan Paul. All right, uh, I guess that makes me next. I also think Logan Paul's going to win this match. Damn. I, I actually thought about switching to The Miz, but now that Chad has thankfully reminded me that The Miz has had the upper hand this entire feud, I am not Every switching off of that. fucking time. Because, I mean, we all know how that goes. If you have the upper hand going into the pay-per-view, you're going to lose. Yep. And for me, also it's not just that. For, for me, it's not just that. It's also that uh, Miz has... Or sorry, not not even Miz. Miz has nothing to do with this. It's that Triple H has creative control, and Triple H just took a picture with Logan Paul with him signing. That's mm-hmm. true. He hasn't recently taken a picture with the Miz that we know of. So that's a good <laughs> point, Joe. 
All right. The next match, I think, is a pretty easy one to predict. We're going to move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Yep. It's Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Why do you have Liv Morgan? Because Liv Morgan. So, because I I don't like Ronda Rousey. It it just. It just doesn't make sense for Ronda Rousey to win, right? It's like Ronda Rousey just lost the title. Liv Morgan is more of a sup. And I think like a thousand percent, like two thousand percent. Well, now I'll say now. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, Like prime UFC Ronda Rousey when she wasn't actually in the ring. She's really doing that, doing it for you. Yeah. I mean, even even Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey was kind of doing it for me, like ever for me. Not not over Liv Morgan, but but like definitely not a thousand percent. It's just crazy to think that like prime UFC Ronda Rousey, like someone that could kill you, did it for you, dude. That's yeah, what he's into. Sports yeah. Illustrated Ronda Rousey. Uh, um, point being, you're picking Liv Morgan in this match. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, are you yeah. about to pick Ronda? And did you just swerve us? No, a hundred percent. Liv Morgan. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Liv Morgan. I'm Joe. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. No, I, I agree with Liv Morgan's gonna win forever. No, I meant Joe. What's the next match? <laughs> oh, Joe, next match. Uh I guess this is a match. It's the Mysterios versus Judgment Day and a no DQ tag team match. We'll see if that. No, actually, no, that's actually going to happen, apparently, because Summer Slime's in two days. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad, I feel like I already know what you're picking. We kind of already talked about this. Um, but my hope and part of the reason that I picked Judgment Day here is he'll face winners and losers that I had. And the other part was like, I just want Dominic to turn heel and just turn on his dad. Judgment Day wins. Triple H is in charge. Finn Balor gets a push, an actual one, not one where he gets booted out of the company. And yeah, Judgment Day wins. The only thing I'll add to your uh, your prediction is I agree with everything you said, but I think what happens is Dominic turns on Ray and helps Judgment Day win. And then during the ensuing beatdown is when you see the return of Edge. And yes. Edge, Edge and Ray versus the Judgment Day becomes the next feud for these this group. But whether that's true or not, that's what I hope happens. But I do think the Judgment Day is going to get the win here. Ooh, ooh, here we go. Maybe a conflicted Dominic uh, who eventually turns at the next PLE. He's not fully turned in Judgment Day, but Edge makes the save and we get a special guest referee match. That way we don't have to see Dominic wrestle. He just refs. (laughs) (laughs) Joe? Uh. Yeah, I I think we need a like in order for us to get this this Finn Balor uh main event picture is we need somebody to tag with with Damian Priest. So I think that person that tags with Damian Priest is Dominic Mysterio. So I do see the heel turn happening at this match at SummerSlam, the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. I would fucking premium hate that live tag event. team. I hate the it's, sound it's, of that tag it's, team. It's going to so happen. Much. It's going to happen. Yeah, it just makes me sad. If Dominic Mysterio turns, which is what you guys are are banking on for this, there's going to be a tag team of Damian Priest and and uh, Dominic Mysterio, and Finn Finn Balor is going to be the single star. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I am going with Judgment Day. I feel like we're all about to have the same picks. 
Probably it's a very poorly booked pay-per-view, so we normally have the same picks during that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dylan, you're next. Um, I will go with the United States Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus Theory. This Bobby Lashley. One. Yeah. Because Theory this is... is a tough one. No, no, Bobby Lashley is easily going to win this match. It will yeah. probably be because of disqualification, and it will probably 100% be Bobby Lashley because Theory has got to do something with the money in the bank. He's not going to rewin the United States Championship. We've already said he's in the main event picture. Um, so Bobby Lashley, this was easy as fuck for me. I have a I have a thing that Alex pointed out to me at that place this week that I want to bring up when we talk about the main event that I think I think is going to happen with Theory. Okay, we'll get but there. Remind me in case Joe? I forget. Bobby Lashley theory. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bobby Lashley on this. I think that theory has a uh, has something later in the night. Ooh, but I don't necessarily think it's a cash, and I think it's a teased cash. In yeah, Ooh. I think so too. I think this is like the first second match on the card, so he has time to like shower and everything before he goes back out for his teased cash. In hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, what's Dylan? next? No, you haven't given your pick yet, Dylan. Oh, dude, if it wasn't obvious, it's Bobby Lashley. All right. The next match, uh, I'm going to go with uh, another one I think is pretty fucking easy. I'm going to go Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin singles match. Joe. Uh, McAfee. Yep. Yeah, everyone is going to go Pat McAfee here. I think this cause... is I think this is just like WrestleMania. And I, I looked it up again and just to just to confirm, but like remember when we were like at WrestleMania this year, like all of the non uh all the part-time wrestlers slash like celebrities, we were like, I was like, damn, I can't believe I'm picking every single one of them. One of them has to lose. And they all I said two or three, and I went against McAfee. So this time I'm definitely going with it. They all yeah, yeah I went against Knoxville, which was a dumb that was yeah, that was dumb as fuck. But yeah, I'm going McAfee too. Chad, yeah. you too. Yeah, I'm hundred percent Pat McAfee. As much as it pains me to pick against my boy Happy Corbin, obviously Pat McAfee's winning this win. fucking match. Yeah, I know. Ever. Like literally. Ever. Does he ever win on pay-per-view? He doesn't win. Period. I don't remember the last time he won. The only okay, thing I can remember winning on. in the recent history was he won a battle royale that didn't fucking matter. Hold on. <laughs> he had a fucking like year-long singles winning streak. Also, okay. your boy is not happy, Corbin. Your boy is the lone wolf Baron Corbin. I do he's, love Baron. It was Baron Corbin. Bum-ass yeah. Corbin. You, you you want him to be your boy still, but he's not your boy anymore. Yeah. I, I, miss, I miss lone wolf Baron Corbin so much. The music was good. That music was good. Who do you think you are? That was good. Oh, I thought that sounded sing nothing like it. what I remember it being. But I bring the darkness. I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> Joe, your turn to announce one. Yeah. So the next match is. The Usos versus the Street Profits for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Who do you got, Dill? In my opinion, this is the hardest match on the card to predict. Agreed. Um, but I said a long time ago, and by a long time ago, I think I mean like three or four weeks ago when the last premium live event happened. Uh, I will continue to pick the Usos until they lose. You said that the, like the last three premium live events. Yeah, you said that since they won the belts. 
I will continue to pick the Usos until they lose. The Usos, even though I think this is the one. You think they're going to lose? Yeah. I think that this could be our another heel turn of the night. But I, I am picking the Usos, by the way. I don't think they're going to win, but I'm picking the Usos. Yeah, I'm like 50-50 torn on this one. Uh, I agree with you. I do think the Street Profits have a very good chance to win this one, but I refuse to pick against the Bloodline because uh, it has yet to betray me. So You're just stealing my schnick, my, my shtick. Oh, yeah, you picked the Bloodline in every main event and everything. You're the one who keeps doing that. I'm pretty sure all you fuckers picked that Drew McIntyre and RK Bro would win a pay-per-view main event, and I'm the only one who picked the Bloodline to win that one. And in that pay-per-view, I said, you never pick against the Bloodline, and I'm going to keep doing it today. The Usos. I hope you pick Brock Lesnar. <laughs> hmm. I hope you're down by by like a point or something, and you have to switch to Brock Lesnar in order to tie or something. I wouldn't do it. Pussy. I'd rather lose than fucking pick Brock Lesnar. Joe? Um. So... Here it comes. Do it. No. So, so th- they've been teasing a breakup for a long time. So on one side, they, they could like swerve us and have them win the undisputed tag team championship. But on the other side, and probably the more probable side, the Usos will win. And then I don't know who's a better who's a better heel here. Montez Ford will turn on Montez Angela the Dawkins. Face. Montez is the face. Montez okay. is the face because he's got Bianca still. V- vice like, versa then. It's Angela hard to have Dawkins. a couple that is not the same I think, dynamic. I think this this is one of the SummerSlam turns. This match, Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins turns on Montez Ford. <laughs> Angelo. So you're taking the Usos? I'm taking the Usos. Nice. Still no differences, and I don't think we're going to get any. Well, maybe the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar one. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Um, yeah, Bianca versus I don't even know who she's facing. Becky. Becky. Becky that's right. Bianca. I already um, said my pick. Bianca. I I struggle this one a little bit because there is the history of like last, and they already gave Bianca the redemption no. angle. But no. I do agree that I think Bianca wins because I think that something me and you thought of before is still. I, very possible. I think Rhea might be the one who takes it off Bianca. So I think she'll keep winning till Rhea finds a way to take it. It so is she's had this since Mania, right? Yeah. Yeah. Since mm. April. Like like she's had it. And I just you, don't you I just don't see like any way that April. I just don't see I just don't see any way that they do the same exact thing two years in a row. Yeah, that's why I, I eventually came off the idea because like they'd already given Bianca the redemption. So I was like, maybe Becky wins it. But then I was like, then they would be doing the exact same thing two years in a row. There's no fucking way. Nope. And I picked Bianca. Yeah, exactly. This was the second hardest match for me, though. I would say that. But like everything's pretty easy on this. I match. thought everything else was super easy. Yeah, this is a this is a tough match for me, too, because both of you already picked Bianca, right? Yeah, correct. I also picked Bianca, but I will say I do think I honestly, honestly think that in some way Sasha Banks comes back in this match. Oh yeah, I did see that they reached out to her and Naomi and they're I did not to, see that. But yeah, they're trying but, to but I, uh, I mend the relationship. 
I did not see that, but I honestly think that Sasha Banks will turn up in this match. What about like, Bailey showing up in this yeah, match? Yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be. Bailey, more like, I, I wouldn't be, Bailey. I wouldn't be surprised if all four of them showed up in this match. Bianca, Becky, Bailey, and I'd be surprised if Bianca and Becky didn't show up in this match. Like Charlotte's like the <laughs> the person I'm least expecting to show up in this match. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I understand. I said Bianca. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, if Charlotte shows up, I'm gonna be. So I wouldn't upset. be surprised. Like, I'm gonna be so if, mad if any of the any of the four of them showed up in this match. I would not be surprised. Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, and he's already in the match. And Becky, she's already in the match. I already said that. The fourth one. <laughs> so she's going to show up no no i know i understand that the fourth one okay becky and becky charlotte uh-huh. bailey goddamn dude and bailey yeah any of them she's been gone for so long shut your mouth like oh you like over here say that yeah you shut your mouth all right you don't say that i um, can say that i, I guess think- we'll go with the the main event here uh Last time, last something, last man standing. Last, 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 last time, last match, last man standing for the undisputed WWE Universal Belt. Raven! (laughs) He's barking so much. I could hear it. It It's so funny. (laughs) Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Who do you have and why? Joe. <laughs> uh, I got Roman Reigns forever. Oh, so you, now you're taking Roman Reigns till he loses? Yeah, bloodline till they lose. I uh, I don't see Brock Lesnar winning this championship. Yeah, I but mean, every time I've thought that Brock Lesnar was gonna w- walk away from the company after X match, Brock Lesnar has won the championship. Um, so I'm probably wrong. So you guys should pick Brock Lesnar. I would be so mad. So fucking mad. But no, I'm, I'm taking Roman. Easy. I, I always pick the bloodline in the main events. Mm. Unlike Chad. Unlike that WrestleMania backlash one where you didn't fucking do that. I don't know what you're talking about. I hope you know I won the belt because of that. I don't know what you're talking you about. You still have the belt? No, I lost it. No, Dylan has the belt now. But Dylan has his belt falsely on his wife because he made all the predictions for her. Um, Fact. Go ahead and prove it, you heel. You want me to prove that I did that? Prove that you didn't do that. I can't because I did. What a thing to say. All right. <laughs> let's do some <laughs> fucking Joe. What's you, your call? You, in, Joe, in this you got shit. the first prop to introduce, bud. Get the pick uh, of the litter. Which one do you want to do? So the first prop of the night is if there is blood, who will bleed? Oh, easy. Roman. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna take Roman as well. God damn it's it. so easy. Um I'm gonna go with Finn Balor what? in the no DQ match. Oh, that's no DQ? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's not last man standing, so but it's no DQ. That kind of like dude. I think I figured it out. What did you figure out? I bud? think we're I think we're wrong. I'm not gonna change my pick, but like I forgot that that was no DQ. So like Edge is going to come back during the match and help Ray win. That could happen. That's a really good point. Oh, well, picked it already. Not changing it now. Damn it. Uh, Dylan, you want to do another prop? 
Yeah, sure. Appearance. Who not on the card is going to make an appearance? I'll take about some on this card during uh, these predictions. I'll take Champa. I love that pick, and I actually like it more than my pick. Take Champa for two hundred dollars, Joe. I'm going to go with Rollins because I think he has a match. But if he gets a match, don't you have to change it? Yeah, yep, you're going to have to change, change it. right there. Yeah, you would get a free change, but like at that point, sure, whatever. So I get more time to think about it. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Rollins. All right. Uh, I'm going with Maurice. She was on Raw this week. And I mean, money says she's probably going to be in Nashville with The Miz during his match. She's been slightly involved with the feud. Yeah, she hit uh, Logan Paul with those big balls that she had. Yeah, not Mrs. Balls. No, because those are those are tiny. Yeah, good point. Um, and then end times. We all have oh, to do fuck. end times because none of us are the champion. Eleven thirty-six. Jeez. Okay. Just came to me. It's what I wanted to say. Uh, Joe. Eleven twenty-three. All right. Uh, I have 1056. I have a feeling this is going to be a 11 o'clock sharp end time, possibly even a little earlier. So that's why I want to. Can I can I be on? Can, can I be honest with you for a minute, Dylan? Have you been lying the entire time? Every fucking second of it. Uh, no, I was I was going with 1056. And then Chad said whatever time he said. And I was like, damn, there is an 11 o'clock hour. And I there's only it. seven matches. Eight. There's no. only eight matches. One of them's but, gonna bit move to the pre-show. But it's SummerSlam. No, That's true. we still have a SmackDown before this. Yeah, no, something will get added before this is over. Yeah, um, you're right. But, but it'll be on the, the pre-show, pre-show, like but Mad I, Cap versus random person on pre-show. But well, I had the exact Cap, same time that you Mad just Cap. said, and then Chad said something in the eleven o'clock hour, and that's when I changed. Nice. So I think I think that's a good. That's kind of why I let you guys go first, because if yeah. you would have said ten fifty six, I would have said ten fifty seven. But it <laughs> been a really small margin for you to win there. Show you a small margin. <laughs> I bet you will. All right. Um, closing out next week, we are going to have beer ratings from SummerSlam, the the premium live event we quite literally just predicted. Uh, I will not be making Leslie's picks for her. I swear. Please don't. I swear on my life. She deserves to lose. I swear on Honey's life. My dog. How's that? Good. Um, so maybe Leslie will pr- forget to make predictions and we'll crown a new champ. But she probably won't because we're going to be watching it. So there's going to be that. Uh, weekly recap. I don't think there's any like important shows next week. So we're just going to have the fallout from SummerSlam on Raw, really, to talk about. And uh, hopefully we get some returning players uh, during SummerSlam slash the night after SummerSlam at Raw. I would think it's going to be Edge, maybe a Bailey. We'll see. Who knows? As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDG WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. We'll catch you on down the road. Thinking about you